Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Today we have Jackie Ho on the show. <laughs> she is a model, actress, and martial artist. Artiste. Did kids do that growing up? Jackie Ho. Yeah. All I'm the not time. the first one to no, do that. You know, that was Damn it. great. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that type of introduction. That should be standard from now on. You know, when I also accept my like Academy Award. Like, Jackie Ho. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. Mm -hmm. Jackie and I met recently. We have like a gazillion mutual friends and we finally met IRL. That's in real life. For any of you who are maybe like me above 40, I had to look it up. <laughs> so we're going to talk today about dating and relationships. Jackie, are you single? Yes. You're single. <laughs> And Jackie, you're a little bit younger than me, right? Do you mind sharing your age? I'm 32. I just you're, turned 32. You're 32. Okay, I'm 40. So there's, is it same, same? There's a little bit of difference. Eight, eight years, there's, I think, a little yeah, bit of difference. A little bit, but I also feel like I've always been, I've been an old soul for a long time. You're, you're very wise. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get your wisdom from? Is it from the martial arts? Yes, yes, and also from a lot of um, heartbreak, really. Yeah. That'll crack you open. It does, yeah, especially when you're young, like young as four years old, I'd say. Yeah, I remember, well, I remember getting rejected on the playground for sure because I didn't know. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, I really like you. What are these feelings? And I'll chase the guy around. Yeah. They're like, no, no, go away. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So did you feel like you were always the one like chasing and then getting rejected? Yeah, it seems like that's been, that was a pattern in my life. I've learned in the last few years to like, to be patient. It's one of those qualities where I'm like, I'm very keen on right now because I mean, I'm going on what, almost 10 years in 2024, I'll be 10 years single. Not like I'm saying like, I'm gonna be single for 10 years, like, nobody go near me <laughs> but, <laughs> but more of like i think that's just the trajectory right now as far as i can see the flow of my life and how much more involved i am with martial arts and acting and my career it just seems like you know i'm not in a rush anymore so when i if, if make it to 10 10 years single great and then whatever happens after cool it's like kind of like a personal milestone you know like i spent all this time by myself yeah and uh yeah i mean I think I just had a lot of short-term connections that just fell off the wayside, just things didn't connect. And I think I was still getting to know myself. So, I mean, all that wisdom comes from failing over and over and over again at love or attempts at love. And I realized I've always been chasing and really, and not figuring out what it is I exactly want and like counting the red flags or even seeing them. And I'd always feel like I'm seeking answers outside of myself. And so that felt like I was just out of my body all the time. And I'd escape through my body, right? Like through unfulfilling sex, through like alcohol and partying. I'm not like, it wasn't like a huge party animal. It's just like, there were some limits that I just crossed many times. And I was like, you know, you need to back up a bit. Yeah. And so I needed to be more in my body and realize, like, what am I actually feeling mm. and tap into that? 
um, so that I'm more aware of it, of how I am behaving around others and like, do I actually like myself? When you say you had to learn to tap in and know how you're feeling, is that, I mean, were you brought up in a way where that just like wasn't nurtured? Yeah, very um, much. Yeah, I mean, growing up, my parents weren't around all the time and they were young too. They were they were in a band together. So I grew up in a in a household full of like musicians and they'd party. I mean, they were like in their early 20s. They didn't even mean to have me. I mean, it's, it's cool. Like, I, I get it. They, they gave me what they, they, you know, they had to do, you know, handle. They'd have their friends over all the time, smoking, drinking, having fun, singing. And I, you know, I love that party atmosphere, but no one was really around to teach me things. Like, I wanted to learn all the instruments. I wanted someone to be around and sing to me. And actually guide me through these feelings instead of telling me what I should be feeling or doing it's like why don't you allow me to like learn you know so no one was really around um so I had to take care of myself a lot but even then it's like how can you teach yourself something that you haven't even learned through experienced absolutely do you have mentors or friends who are in relationships that you like that you know can teach you or model this behavior yeah and thankfully in the last five years or so i've been surrounded by thankfully like so many wise older people and couples are settling into themselves and their careers and having families and then buying their house and like i noticed that once i i wanted that i started seeing more of it around me and i've always actually gravitated towards people who are older because i felt like you know i love learning from people who are smarter wiser more experienced than i am there's a lot to to gain i also modeled my behaviors and relationships with friends throughout high school i keenly remember that you know i would always be that nerd at school (laughs) doing extracurriculars and working and studying all the time and so if i didn't have my parents around like who am i going to model like the best ideal like just person I can be. And I saw like the most popular guy in school. Granted, I also had a crush on him. Kind of chased him a bit. Not gonna lie. <laughs> but I just noticed how he treated people and they the word I'd hear all the time was genuine. Mm. And I love that because I could actually feel it whenever like anyone interacted with him. Including me, of course. And I'm just like, oh, what a beautiful man. What a beautiful person. <laughs> the most popular guy was genuine in high school for you? Actually, yes. Okay. I, all the high school stereotypes that you'd grow up watching on TV were totally broken in my high school. Okay, so, okay, then it's already changed around that time. Because I know it's different now, but when I was still in school, it was still the stereotypical, like, the jerks are yeah. popular. No, I think there's there's some of that floating around for sure. And then people play into it once they see more of it. And that's how they frame their reality. Reality. It's just that I, I guess I learned that I could create and reframe my perspective on things. Like, yeah, the po- most popular guy in school was very nice. He participated in theater and in sports. And then I saw like his group of friends and they were all well-rounded and they, they volunteered a lot. Of course, there were some that were stuck up and kind of like party animals. I heard about those stories later on after graduation. Okay. But um, I found myself because I was so focused on my studies and the things that made me happy, like being in theater. I noticed that these are the people I love being around. They're so they're so grown up and mature and deep. And I love that. And I wanted to just keep keep that, you know. So since high school, have you had friends like that? 
Yeah, I mean, I still am friends with a few of them, you know, thankfully. And they've also been in healthy relationships and okay. killing it their careers. And I love that. And, you know, through all my short-term connections, I know one thing that was missing was me connecting truly with friends and making new friends and actually with people. Because I think friendships are just as important as romances. Yeah. And they taught me a lot more about what I would want in a in a loving relationship yeah you know because i'd realize i'd constantly date my friends <laughs> i'm like oh it should be that simple it should right? it is but it doesn't feel that simple all the time yeah and then sometimes you know when i, I i've also attracted some friends who were about the drama and they'd always they'd always complain about their love lives and about their lives in general and it's like how do you deal with stress and I'm like, okay, well, I, I think that's when we started being more, there's a disconnect. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly, like, once I started evolving personally, like, I noticed that those people fell away quickly. Mm. And this, uh, so when they fell away, did you have to have a conversation or it kind of naturally just kind of trickled off? Naturally. Usually, like, I would be the person to want to talk about it. I'm like, hey, I noticed these things are coming up, but then I don't want to be too confrontational. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, let me, again, I learned to sit and process these feelings. And like, is it necessary? Is it beneficial for both of us? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I, f I feel like I should be pushing, right? Them to grow and like tough love, especially because I would want that for myself. But then other times, like, just let them learn on their own. Yeah. It's not your responsibility. It's not my responsibility, no. which also is a pattern through my short like connections and romances like i seem to attract um guys who needed healing in some ways and nurturing um and i i just gave and gave and gave and gave and right and you know in the last three like five years i keep saying five <laughs> seems like a long time <laughs> but um i've just been keeping a balance i say balance is the key word now from now on because it's I don't want to be the one that always gives and then they take and take and take and take and then take me for granted. Mm -hmm. And that, that happened a lot. And I know because the guys who, you know, I just fell away with, they ended up coming, oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they ended up coming back and was like, I'm so sorry that I was such a jerk to you. Oh, good. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Like you're, you're very special. You're warm and open. I wasn't used to that. And so I was going through things. And, you know, thank you for being there when you were. I'm like, cool. You know, part of me is like, great, I got the closure I needed and deserved. But also, it kind of made me sad that it didn't work out. Even though, you know, like, isn't a loving relationship, like, a, at least a healthy one, you know, about growing together? Mm -hmm. And, like, I've been thinking about that recently, about how do, how do we grow together? If both of us realize we're not perfect, but if you're one of us is going through something, how do we support each other? Like, what are the tools? Like, what are the things that we need to discuss? Like, are you already emotionally intelligent and equipped to be vulnerable? It's like, I think about that often now as far as like, the partner that I would want. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's 
it's a great skill to have. I actually don't know the answer. So like when I have therapists on, that's when I ask them stuff like this or people who have been married a long time, like how have you navigated as you've grown together? What do those conversations look like? Right. Because I, I think one of my fears is that two people will grow apart and you can't, you know, and you can't like come back together because you've gone so far apart. Mm. So the goal for P and I is to keep up the communication because then you're, you know, just to check in with each other. Because if you're not communicating and there's a disconnect for too long, that's when I think it's really hard to come back. It's like a completely different person. Like, I didn't even know, you know, that you're feeling this way. But as we're checking in constantly as we're growing, that makes me feel better. But I don't even think we're doing it the most efficient or effective way right now because similar to you we were brought up with i feel like unless you're really lucky and your parents are super awesome and healed or therapist you know like we a lot of us don't know what we're doing in terms of communication you kind of learn on your own based on your personal experience right mm. so everyone's just trying their best that's all we can do right yeah. and then um it's so cool we have the internet where there's loads of information you know where we can look these things up there is there's so much of it that sometimes I feel as if are we a self-diagnosing culture right now where it's like, where's the fine line? Because yeah, it could actually and that it could actually get in the way of of actually getting to know somebody genuinely instead of already having in your You're brain right. like the dossier of like oh these are the characteristics of a narcissist this is the characteristics of like a secure insecure avoidant attachment style and like you're exhibiting it and it's like I'm dissecting you in the moment when as if you're an experiment I, you gotta remember that this is a human being yeah too i was caught in the crosshairs of that a while ago diagnosing my connections based on astrology signs because i was okay. so into it and like i couldn't get out of the habit of like oh we'd be perfect together because uh, oh i'm an aries you're a sagittarius or a leo Gemini Aquarius were so compatible on the surface. And then the, you got to remember, oh, there's other signs that underlie you as a whole universe. And the way you operate and think and behave is like, it, there's more to it, right? I'm trying to think of the psychology behind that. I think it g gives people maybe more a sense of control, mm -hmm. maybe. But I, I do think that people, because a lot of my friends are into personal growth and it's everything's on a continuum, right? Like some people are more into it than others. Some people like really thrive off of it and like it more frequent. But sometimes when I hang out with my friends who like it more than me, the thought that I have is like, can we just hang out, like regularly hang out and not talk about why this is like I just want to go to lunch like <laughs> I want a sandwich you know yeah. but they really enjoy it right so they picked partners that naturally like it as much and they talk about it more but I think it, it is a balance and it maybe it's different for everyone of what's healthy for them of like consuming reading understanding why and also just being mm -hmm. yeah just being just being I mean being present, being balanced in having the thought, executing the thought, and receiving the action, and being and doing. I think what I've noticed through all of my misconnections is that I desire presence, you know? And I think actually everyone wants that. They want that because that is a nurturing ground for, um, for connection. Absolutely. For depth and clarity. Yeah. And with social media and the way the world is going out so fast and slowing down is such a precious exercise now yeah. and i think it's so beautiful when you see someone doing it in the moment with you especially yeah. when it comes to 
ro- romance. Oh, for sure. When a man when can a ma- do it. Oh. Like, if you like men and when a man does it. I, like the high school, what's it, was the high school popular guy's name? His, um, he was, Eric. He was probably very present, right? He was. He was He was giving presents, like eye contact for everyone. He shook their hand. He was like, I really, and he complimented at least one thing about them. And the light in their eyes after yes. I was just like, wow, I, <laughs> I want that. It's really nice. Well, it's good to keep in mind to give it to others as well, because mm-hmm. it makes people feel, like you said, like very important. And when a man does it, like you feel like like you're the only person in the world. <laughs> like, how are you doing that? Yeah, it's like when a man does it, I just it makes me feel special. And you realize like the moment is so precious and it's all we have. So why don't we just give it fully to someone who des- who just deserves it just because they're they're there they're they're them, and I also wanted to extend that gift to also friends and family members. I think the more we practice it outside of just wanting like a romantic relationship, I yeah. think the better it is for our overall well being um, and sense of inner peace. Because for me, after so many years of like chasing after somebody, trying to fill and avoid. I realize I need to do that to everyone else. I like if you have so much love to give, even though you haven't had it nurtured with somebody, the best thing you can do is give it out to all the people who do deserve it. You know, random strangers. Yeah. Like you never know. Random yes. act of kindness could really change someone's life. Absolutely. That was the other thing that I learned from Eric. Again, oh my gosh. He <laughs> Thanks, really Eric. thank you. He really <laughs> changed me. He was the one that actually helped me become homecoming princess i got nominated really which was something i thought was only reserved for the popular kids right but i was the super nerd oh and i even had like the quarterback in class like look i would say i voted for you because i i respect you and when i heard that it's like respect that's it that that's it i had the respect of my peers and that was so amazing to know and i have to thank eric for that because not only was i homecoming princess but also i became valedictorian dang you're smart too (laughs) (laughs) and i was stage manager for all the the theater of the place too and he really did change my life (laughs) i really no really no that's amazing isn't it amazing that people maybe even if you're not even that close or you know your interaction wasn't that long how they can change your life. Mm-hmm. So you think about what an impact you can have on others. It could even be, to your point, what you said about like strangers. You know, if I'm feeling super connected and you just like smile at someone and you can just see that it lights them up a little bit because people aren't used to people being present either. And then I'm like, that's so nice. I, I try to keep that in mind when I'm not feeling connected is to do things like that. The opportunities around us all the time. Not just mm-hmm. like those big conversations to have with like your family members and stuff where you need to heal or whatever, but also just just look around where if there's people, you know, in nature. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask, besides martial arts, what do you do to connect to yourself? I meditate definitely a lot. I try all sorts of meditations. Like um, right now I'm um, into Kadampa meditations at this uh, Buddhist center in Los Feliz near me. It's just like opening the heart, you know, there's heart sutras and there's also just for half an hour, just connecting with breath. 
Oh, there's breath work. Yeah. Are you sitting cross-legged? Mm -hmm. It's like that. And then yeah. on the floor? On the floor. Okay. And just silence. Okay. I think when you have that long of a period of silence, just to sit with yourself and like keying in on your breathing pattern, your skin, all your senses, your body parts, and the room itself, like you realize like we're, we're, we're running on a on a spectrum of, of life right now, like how alive you are, but so still. Mm. And I always try to go back to my breath. We say that a lot, but I guess the more you repeat it, the more it's necessary because I noticed that I tend to forget to actually breathe, just moving around in life. And so any breath work meditations I can get my hands on, like I will do, it has really changed my life. And I have also experimented with um, Tai Chi and Qigong. So that's going into the repertoire, you know, moving with the breath as well, not just sitting still and holding it mm. and then like kind of like cradling it like a baby. It's more of like, how can I dance? Because life is around, around me is happening. I also want to feel it in my body. So I want to move and just be graceful and, and give my, myself that sense of pleasure too. Yeah. You know, it's not just peace, but also pleasure. Oh, also, I am obsessed with binaural beats. Is this the one that you, um, where there's a bunch of lights and then you also listen to, or it's just um, the beats? I have heard of it. I don't know. If, have I done it? I, I've done so many things. Yeah, there are visuals, you know, like okay. YouTube has plenty of them. Like I love Meditative Mind or New Meditation because okay. they have these beautiful graphics that go with the certain frequencies and that hit some chakras, whatever you want to work on. It's also just sound. Like okay. certain, yeah, there's an app. I think it's called Binaural. Okay. Yeah, and, certain frequencies. Mm -hmm, like theta, alpha, beta, yes. gamma. Okay. Yeah, those. Sometimes it's kind of jarring, but if you just put it kind of like low and you're sleeping with it, you kind of get used to it. And, and then in the mornings, I realize, whoa, I feel reprogrammed. Interesting. Yeah. So, so you literally put it on like on your phone or whatever mm -hmm. as you're going to bed. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. And whatever, like if you have headphones or something or whatever, a beautiful surround sound system <laughs> before that, <laughs> then it just adds more to the experience. You okay. know, I think sound therapy is so important, especially if you're someone who loves music, mm. you know, musically inclined as well. It's like the best way to to heal yourself down to the cellular level. And I've done a lot of sound baths as well. I love um, those. Love those. Love. Because you just, just lay there and just bathe. It's like I tell people who aren't really into or aren't too woo-woo or whatever. I'm mm -hmm. like, the least you'll get out of this is like the best nap ever. <laughs> That's the least you'll get out of it. But I have loved sound bath. Actually, I need to do more work on myself because I, I get irritated and angry when I feel like it's not a good sound bath I'm like that's a lesson for me I need to like chill the fuck out right but if there's like noise or people are making like noises around me I'm like shut up that's so funny you think it's a bad sound bath when there's actually other sounds outside of the yeah <laughs> well because to me it's like the bowls and the vibration and any humming right and the chimes yeah and so yeah so I I find myself this is something I need to work on, getting really annoyed when I think something is distracting. Oh, that's so that. funny. It's so funny. Because that, that's another level of uh, like awareness um, that we, I guess we can like layer into that practice, right? I love, I love how ironic that is. Um, it reminds me of another meditation that I did where you just, in the silence, but knowing that we live in LA and there's always something going on, 
we, you, we use those sounds, the, the quote-unquote disruptions, to mm-hmm. actually anchor. So oh. we, yeah, I love that. Like, I, I, it makes sense, like, the metaphor of being anchored down, using those as, like, building a foundation and sinking into it. I need right. to learn that. Like, even if it's, like, a crying baby or something. Yep. I've, on airplanes, I've done that. I was like, okay, let me meditate on this crying baby. Oh, my gosh. I hope this baby's okay. I know she's just probably in a worse place than I am because yeah. you're a baby. Yeah. Let's think about that. Let's empathize with the baby. Right. Like, you know, it could be worse. So let's just use that, sit with it, and then let it go. Like, I'm here. I'm going to sleep soon. <laughs> this baby's probably going to get food, and he or she will be okay. Honey, I... <laughs> it it comes and goes like i i know when i'm doing like good is when i'm accepting and when i'm like uh, external things don't really bother me i've been pretty irritable lately so i think it's time that i need to get like a meditation practice going Uh, yoga used to be a big part of that for me because the breathing is linked with the movement Mm -hmm. we know a lot of this stuff it's just me actually going in a structured manner (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, or just realizing that, you know, you deserve more compassion for yourself at the end of the day. We're all works in progress, right? But the level in which we express like, oh, I need to work on this. I need to do that. I need to do that, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not healed yet. But it's also like, give yourself a break. (laughs) Yes. I I need. Yes, Mm -hmm. you're right. Thank you. I, I need to learn that. Yeah, I think I just if I recognize that. I want to feel better. I'm, I'm kind of like, a, like, what can I do anything now to get that result to feel better? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just chill out too. Sometimes just accepting like, you know what, it's okay. But I think it's, um, it is something I would like to do. Because I used to go to yoga like religiously like three times a week, dance t- twice a week, you know, and I felt really like you said, like in your body, I think is a really good place to be. I think a lot of us are so disconnected from our bodies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're lucky. We live in LA. There's a lot of um, options. We're talking about like sound bold. <laughs> I know. <laughs> LA. Martial arts classes. And yeah. You know, I've, I've uh, in all my research for any available classes in LA, there's surprisingly a small number. It's a very niche practice, right? Because everyone else, the stereotype, when people think of LA, they think hiking and cycling and yoga, hot yoga yeah. with maybe some weights yeah. and then high intensity cardio, you know, yeah, yeah. like Barry's boot camp. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but nobody really thinks about martial arts. Right. Although Brazilian jiu-jitsu is very popular. Yes. Of course. Yes. I've seen that around um, town. And, you know, that might come into my practice. I'm just going to call it in whenever I'm ready for it. I've been gravitating more towards boxing and Muay Thai and then ninjutsu which is the ninja arts and then samurai sword training and the philosophy behind that like I had to search outside of LA for it and luckily because of the pandemic there's so many classes on Zoom, like on through Zoom that I can you know go through and it's funny because I've always been a self-taught self-made type person self-motivated that i will watch every youtube video i will absorb everything i can for this new art that i want to try bow staff what have you um but luckily i go to a gym that has both boxing and muay thai right now and they're going to include a little bit of judo and brazilian jiu-jitsu and like as time goes on yeah i'm, I'm gonna be very patient with that it's just a very exciting time for me because i'm finding myself like oh when you're talking about being more in my body i'm like when you're in your body, you don't, you you have to marvel the fact that it's capable of doing so much. 
it's truly limitless if you think about it even though we're esoterically limited and with our spirit in this body trapped in it but it's like our spirit is what carries our body through all of these things in the physical reality and i just love learning something new every day like today in muay thai i could kick 10 times on one leg without breaking like my breath it was incredible and I did get tired out of the end of it. And my instructor's like, I got you today, didn't I? I'm like, okay, just hold up. Right. Let me just celebrate this little victory I had. And I think, wow, like what else am I capable of? And that deeper extends to my practice in creating connection and clarity and and personal growth as far as honing in on relationships. It's very in, like intimate, this connection I have with martial arts and relationships and almost everything else in my life that's why like i like to study by the beach learning about flow learning mm -hmm. about being present and ease and it's like how can i hope i can take this in to the next like connection that i have and being out in nature realize makes you realize like oh the world is so open and as long as you're open to to love to to everything in a way, just being open, just being in that state. Yeah. Like you're inviting, you're actually calling in more goodness. Absolutely. And that's what I think I I've, I've like with all this training, call in the good. There is, without a doubt, there's like bad stuff going to happen, whatever. But it's, it's like, you know, while this, maybe this connection didn't work out, there's actually more that's going to come in. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you don't have to hold on to the something that didn't work and just be open to more. Even the possibility of maybe you can get back together with that person. I think about that too. And then that and then in that state of open-mindedness, I think about empathizing more with that person about how maybe they're not ready for me. And that's okay. That doesn't make me less worthy. Right. It just makes me more ready stronger more aware for the next person or for whoever gets to interact with me because that that is still a gift and then i become the gift We're extending to all like you know all the multiple rejections i had over the last almost 10 years i take that as redirection and and revelation i don't take them too personally anymore that's good i've observed how those past connections actually and they moved on they've or in healthy relationships or whoever is right for them and i'm like you know i'm really happy for you like genuinely because you worked on yourself and i was a part of that even if however maybe it was bad or good i don't know but at least it helped you get to a certain point where you're like oh this is what i want i'm owning myself i'm working on myself it's like wow okay so i somehow was part of your story in that way and i think that's also really beautiful you know, that makes me still feel worthy as a human being, as someone that that helped you get there. That sense of resilience with all that heartbreak really has helped me just get to this point where I'm like, I, I really love myself and I'm okay with, I'm great with whatever comes and goes. I know that I'm worthy because I see everyone else as worthy and... I, my cup is constantly full, you know, so that I can keep giving. And I'm just the type of person that also like gives it my all. Like once I go for something, intense focus, you know, and that comes with life. And I think 
that's something that I really can't compromise on anymore. Because I used to like downplay my intensity and my passion for life for just to, to keep a relationship. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you're gonna feel like a part of you is like dead. Because mm -hmm. I've only had one relationship in my life long term is four years. And I realized at the end, like we're growing, when you said about growing so far apart, you don't know each other anymore. That's exactly how I felt. Because I was growing so fast and he couldn't keep up. And it's like, I realized you were depending on me for your happiness. It's like, you know, I want, babe, I want you to be happy for you. Because at the end of the day, even if we're together, you still have yourself to move around and navigate throughout the world. And I would love for you to just be happy on your own and have your own thing going on. You know, because I, I can't do the emotional labor for both of us, right. even though I really want to, because that's a version of love, but it's not the full picture. You know, it takes two. I, I don't know who's going to come in next. Yeah. Who's going to be my long-term bae. But yeah. uh, it's like, I still, I still have hope and optimism. And it's so funny because earlier today, someone said dating in LA is hard. I'm like, yeah, but also you just perpetuated something yeah. that you know to be true. I'm like, it's not for me. It's not going to be my truth. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, if you <laughs> keep saying that, you're, you're going to look for every reason why you're right about it. Yeah. You won't see anything else. Exactly. And what training has taught me is that you have to, con yeah, you condition your body, but you condition your mind and your spirit into believing that there is something more out there for you that you are deserving of. And that's what I would, you know, give as a, you know, pearl of wisdom to everyone who's struck to anyone who's struggling. It's not fake it till you make it. It's more like face it, face the f the fact that, okay, I may not have much luck in love right now, but that doesn't mean that I'm any less worthy. It just means I'm being prepared. You're being prepared right now for something that you are actually a match for, and it could be so much greater than what you had expected for yourself. Yeah. Like I'm constantly surprised, like the more that I personally evolved throughout the years, I've attracted some very beautiful, successful, amazing men and friends. The caliber of men that have just come in, I was like, whoa, my teenage self would be like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh my God, me? <laughs> me? I'm like, girl, wait, hold on. Yes, you. You have been chosen for this moment. Like just 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 soak up in that so i'm just i'm excited i'm like i'm very excited <laughs> what if it's eric oh my god <laughs> do you know what he's doing now is he married he's married he's okay. happily married of, of course. i see yeah i i catch him like with his boo going on wild adventures in the oh. outdoors and I'm like i love that and and then okay so all that time has gone by and i realize no matter how much i wanted to be with him at that time in space right you know, now it's like, maybe we're not compatible because you just grown so <laughs> far apart. But it's, again, that's the beauty of, of time. Yeah. Right? Beauty of time and patience. Yeah. I realize like, oh, we weren't meant to be together. Or like, you just gave me what I needed. And we've moved on beautifully. We were, we ended up, we ended up who we we're supposed to be with. We did, we are doing the things we we're supposed to do. Beautiful. And like, I will tell him one day. I, I made it my, I, I've had it already said <laughs> that I want to tell him that you changed my life really. Cause you, you show me how it was to be like such a well-rounded, genuine person 
who's not only popular but so smart and wise and just like a great role model as a brother and a son and then now he's a father i think and and then he i'm sure he's still the same great person at the core and it's like wow <laughs> i just i'm going you know i was like 16 i think at the time when we and he was a senior and i was a junior or sophomore um and i'm going through another 19 year cycle you know according to like the pattern or something um <laughs> and, and it just makes complete sense because i just keep getting um these flashbacks and these memories now talking about high school and how i was so into my goals and i learned about all these self-help tools that i wasn't conscious of until now mm -hmm. like oh like i was doing that back then when i was 16. i had faith i was open i was working hard and i end up killing it like being homecoming princess valedictorian won all these awards for like this play based on cinderella and i was like whoa i'm entering the second wind right now mm. so i feel with martial arts oh. and just with acting is 19 years is that a cycle because i've heard of like seven year cycles yeah seven ten i mean but i think for me it's like well let me do the math i know <laughs> 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 or 16 16 so 16 years actually no 16, 16 oh that makes sense yeah cycle. double it up okay there yeah. you go math <laughs> sorry guys i'm just i'm great with everything else maybe not <laughs> uh yeah so i feel like it's funny because i feel like a kid again but a little bit you know more mature feeling feeling myself and i remember at high school jackie i was like i really liked her she really was everything that i still aspire to be when you're talking about inner child healing yeah yeah because i was into everything oh that's huge and then it and then it reflected in my like because i didn't have a boyfriend at all and it never worked out with anybody because they were like, they assumed that I was always studying, which is true. <laughs> but also I was like doing cross country, track and field, did pole vaulting. I did theater. I did, I even became campaign manager for two, like the vice president and the president. And they both won. <laughs> 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 okay. right. And uh, I and I was always helping people too, volunteering and writing poetry and getting it published. I was senior editor of my literary magazine. Those things made me feel alive. And, you know, another thing I won't compromise on is like, you know, I, someone who can keep up with me, you know, someone who isn't like, who wants, who doesn't want to be bored, who's interested in, in, in being adventurous and learning new things. I think that passion, oh my gosh, having a passion for life, like, please, <laughs> if you're passionate about food, even food, yeah, because people who aren't, excited about food sometimes i wonder i'm like are you happy like are you what? are you joyful because there's just so much to i don't know like i'm similar to you that i like people who have enthusiasm mm -hmm. and get excited about things i'm like this food is so good i'm like mm. i'm like what yeah <laughs> well also it gives you the energy it bounces back the, the energy that you throw Mm-hmm. Exactly. I love it when people get excited about the littlest things, even like trivia. I'm like, that's your thing. I love that. Yeah, that's great. Well, because at the court, like you're nerdy, which by the way, I it's a good thing. I think being nerdy, because you're not afraid to show what you like and have enthusiasm about it. You're genuine. The cool person 
is not because they they feel the need to like tone everything down. I'm like nerd. Like I went to Comic Con for the first time like five years ago. I'm like these people have it figured out. They're so happy and they're so enthusiastic and unapologetic about what they like. It is so refreshing, and then it gives it makes you feel like you kind of have permission to like, yeah, why am I not more self-expressed in the things that I actually like and want to do? Exactly, just be your being yourself, and like. I love that you said that because it reminds me of how, when I was like at the beginning of my modeling career, a lot of the guys that I that I was like just trying to see, they're like, "Oh, bring your model friends." I'm like, "Dude, model <laughs> friends? Huh? What are you talking about?" Because I guess it was a thing. It's all thing, mm -hmm. but people assumed that I hung out with you know beautiful, tall, what people, and I'm like, "No, mm -hmm. I have nerdy ass friends because I'm the nerd." I'm the nerd in the group. Yes, I may be occupying this space of aesthetics that is typical or aspiration, whatever. But that doesn't mean I'm not a whole ass person on my own. And that was very interesting because I went through a year where I put model right on my dating app profile. And of course, I would attract these guys who are just like, oh, you're a model. Let's maybe shoot sometime or just like a hang out and i realized at the end of the day i'm like why am i hanging around you because you just think i'm arm candy mm, you're not interested yeah. in me yeah and when i do express myself it's like oh no she's like she's so much mm. and i was like excuse you yeah. <laughs> excuse you i'm not I'm, i can't do this anymore and it's so interesting because when i really like being a model when you're occupied at that time being occupying different spaces with such a like interesting experience because people would perceive me a certain way yeah. when i'm like just let me be me too i know on the outside i may look like this part of my job mm -hmm. please just let me nerd out that's what makes me unique that's what makes you unique mm -hmm. and that's why i i love just hanging around people who at least one thing they they own their shit yeah it makes me feel like it's because it's so authentic and it's like i want more of that it's very attractive it's so I attractive think, yeah. like freaking like yeah okay maybe if you're into looks whatever it's okay we're all visual creatures let's let's be honest mm -hmm. fair and we take care of ourselves we, and because our bodies are our temples and you know self-care all right cool the substance behind it makes it even even better oh for sure so much better and in high school again thank you to eric <laughs> i focused more on my inner self and myself on my qualities as a person my character before i even got into my looks girl that's good that's why you're so well-rounded because some people can get lost in that just say someone started modeling when they're really young and they didn't spend the time to figure out who they are mm. then you become really attached to your looks which do not last forever when you get to you know 30 mid-30s you know you're face starts to change and stuff like that and then the crisis hits like oh who am i like what's actually important mm -hmm. yeah and i'm i'm not delaying on that any more even more so because in high school like <laughs> shout out to eric <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is basically about eric, you, eric. yeah you okay. should just send him the link to this podcast. i know pretty much like hey eric <laughs> you know i fell in love with you and you changed my life okay um and i hope you're happy uh yeah <laughs> but yeah that that was really important to me because I wanted to have more of a positive impact on people. And then life happened. So ironic that I just became a model because I also was like, me? 
me become no <laughs> but i grew it i guess i grew into my looks and i focused more on myself and learning how to be fitter and then that actually led me more to transcendental meditation and all these wellness hacks biohacking and honestly without modeling i wouldn't have you know got into the deeper stuff as well which is in an interesting dichotomy right the, yeah. the surface and the depth um and so i i would say that yes knowing yourself first is so important when you're a young age because that's gonna direct everything else you're gonna do in life especially when you're looking for a partner so one of my friends uh he got married when he was like 22 he just knew and it's been 10 years they've been together and they never dated anyone else before then wow and i was like wow when you know you know and i love that because like when they just know and they stick to it like that sense of clarity is so attractive too yeah and I'm like oh for sure clarity intention oh my god well especially if you have it i mean some people are okay with like let's just see where things go but mm -hmm. i think if you're intentional you're gonna want a partner who is yeah as well I do, I do want that because uh, my last situation, <laughs> I say situation, <laughs> I was pretty honest about saying like, look, I was always the one that's been trying to control the outcome of this. So in the likelihood that this is short term, like I will be okay with it. And in case it's not, I'll also be okay with it. Like I am still trying to be open because I was so in the mode of control. I did everything I could to keep the person. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't do that anymore. That's such a disservice to myself and the high school Jackie and Eric. Like all that hard work. Come on. <laughs> it's like I fa I face disappointment again, and that's and it's like you know it didn't work out, but it's okay because I think that openness too about like knowing that things ended or at least they're going to enter a new cycle, right? Still made me feel stronger. Like oh, I'm actually growing now. I'm growing past my self limiting beliefs, past my need for controlling the outcome past the trying to chase by diminishing myself by molding myself into a certain way for them to like me i'm like no 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 it's too much energy it's exhausting it's exhausting i'm like why are you faking it and then once you have it you're gonna have to continue faking it yeah. like that's not love anymore no that's not no uh -uh. and then what imagine five more years down the line when you're together and it's like you realize this about each other and it's like you've been living a lie like i don't want to be like that right yeah it's like that's such a sad story yeah so being true to yourself like building your building your inner world and sticking to it and having such you know having patience and then seeing that time go by and allowing things happen and accepting too, allowing and accepting such a dance of yin and yang it's like something that, you know, we're going to do every day. But it really is rewarding. If you just give yourself that grace in between, you know, that that line, the yin and yang, <laughs> like that. Like allow things to flow. Things might not go your way. Yeah. But that's okay. Because not everything is going to go your way. If everything went your way. Oh, boring. Boring. Yeah. You wouldn't learn anything. You wouldn't be dynamic. Right. You wouldn't have a story to tell in acting like i i realized all that heartbreak too really helped me become a better artist because i got to empathize and have such a deeper understanding of relationships that that many people may not have yeah 
the depth, that pain. That pain. For sure. Pain is actually, I've said it to someone before where it's like, and the more I said out loud, I realized, oh, I really did learn something. Like pain is your power. I mean, everything else that feels good, yeah, sure, that's power too. But that pain, because like we're such, we're creatures of procrastination sometimes. Until something terrible happens, then we'll change, yeah. right? Because it's the pain that makes us move. So if you look at it as like the, a moment of power, then you can look back on your, like your traumas and like your disappointments and rejection and the regrets and whatever. Use that. Pain is your power. You know, that's what I learned because through martial arts too, like you have to brutalize in a way your body in order to actually build the power, the chi, in order to, for that moment that you need to fight when it's actually more effective or when you need to perform. Because um, even like through acting, like the, it, the pain that I have to go through as far as like doing the homework, the backstory of the, the, the character and going through all these different modalities of learning, like watching YouTube videos, watching about and learning people's behavioral patterns, etc., and looking at my own past and going through emotional work. Again, it's still a mode of pain, and that still is empowering because when you go into your when I perform for my role, it's like I feel so alive, and I'm in it and I'm present, you know, and like. That, and it's just, it just makes so much sense. Pain also makes you present because without it, you wouldn't realize the awareness that you need to be more present, right? Because you went through hurt in order to heal through dating a relationship. Not, it's like welcoming the pain now because I know that there will be pleasure. It's like, you know, without the pain, I wouldn't actually savor the pleasure. Yeah, and, it's true. And realizing how good things can be. You're so wise. Oh man, I'm I'm just and at 32. I'm too. like 3,000 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I had my past lives read once, and oh, yeah. like, oh, you've been a warrior. Oh, oh yeah? yeah, I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that done before. Is is it helpful for you to know your past lives? I think at the one time that I needed to know, okay. that's all I know. I also welcome like any moments of. Uh, I'd say self knowledge or self, you know, unraveling. Like I'm, a, I'm gonna have like a hypnotic uh, session with hypnosis soon. I need, I understand, I need to unblock some things. Okay, it's like I need it when I know I need it and when it's right, and okay. I don't need to keep going back. Uh, it's like having good. your tarot readings. Yeah, I don't want to keep going because right, right. things change every day. They do, <laughs> and then you drive yourself crazy. Yes, thinking like, oh, this is gonna happen. Oh, he's, he's right. Is, oh shoot, this is what I'm like. No, 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 no. Just let yourself breathe. Yeah, that's another thing too. Yes. You don't have to know. Yeah, I used to have tarot readings done all the time about my soulmate. Terrible habit. I was just like. It's yeah, is that control? Like, I want to know. I want to know. Or you don't, you feel like you don't have any control or empowered that mm -hmm. you're like, someone else has to tell you. Yeah. And I was just like, that's such a toxic behavior that you need to just cut out because you don't have to know. Especially also if you, if they describe, like, I'm not saying, I'm not bashing like tarot readers or anything. It's like, I have a lot of beautiful tarot reader friends and I've had readings with them. Um, still just like checking in on the situations. But I knew. I know when my intention is to really know how, how things, how they look like, whatever, that they play out. It's like, it's because I need to know now 
so that I can do something about it to make it happen exactly happen the way they said it happened. Because like, it's so, it's not helpful. You don't get to know the person, you know. Again, that way, it's like their their intentions, their assumptions, their thoughts about me could be so different from what the reading actually says. Yeah, and I'm like, it's oh true. shit, that's another moment of disappointment I did for myself. Yeah, it's good to always, um, I'm not against tarot readings yeah. either. I, I've gotten them and I think they're fun and they could bring clarity too. I think a good reader just um, is good at just reading you. It it pulls yeah stuff out of you, right? And then how it um, applies to the cards that are flipped. Mm -hmm. uh, but I always, uh, you take it with a grain of salt, salt too. It's not literal, you know, With but that's this is a scary part. I feel like if someone is does not feel empowered, they do put too much weight on that. That I'm like, you're letting a stranger tell you something. I, I mean, I've had one tell me like, you know, like something bad's gonna happen next week. It's a car accident or something. Like, and I just looked at her and I was just like, no, like no, <laughs> no. But if someone is really gullible and then you know you like cause them to be scared and they might like will it to happen, you know. <laughs> I always hope they, the readers act with in, integrity. And I do think sometimes about women or anyone who might be in a gullible, you know, vulnerable place. I hope they get the support that they need and they don't take it too literal. Yeah, same. And I, I only have like one trusted tarot reader and she's always on point. But it's like, it's because we also built a rapport. We know each other. We're not strangers. And I used to like do tarot readings too back in the day, but it's like, I also realized like, I'm not, it's not my place anymore to speak for your, for your future, or for your situations. Like at the end of the day, I want you to feel more empowered to make your own decisions. Yeah. These are just tools. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what are you going to do with these given yeah. the tools? All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was so fun chatting with you. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> you did great. Is this your first podcast? Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Look at that. You're going to send it to Eric? Yeah, I should. I think I you should like, send it to Eric. This is dedicated to Eric. You know, <laughs> I love you, dude, in a way that's beyond this world. Thank you for changing my life. <laughs> awesome. If people would like to reach out to you, where's the best way they can do that? Instagram, um, it's oh, it's Jackie Ho. <laughs> oh, it's Jackie Ho on Instagram. Yep, awesome. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you've enjoyed the show, please give it five stars and write a review. It helps my rankings, and I really, really appreciate it. And if you're interested in my book to read or gift to a friend, it's called Show Up Finding Love for Independent Women, and it's available on Amazon. Have a great day.